Hello and welcome to Hell. My name's Luke. I'm joined by Gunnar and we have two matches to discuss from last week. We got through to the quarterfinals of the Cup after a 4-1 win in Hamburg and then a rather disappointing draw away to the team that sits bottom of the league, Osnabrück. Before we get stuck in that, what's a crack, Gunnar? How have you been? Hey, Luke, yeah, I'm doing, doing very well. How are you yourself? Yeah, you're doing all right? Yeah, not bad. You know, getting ready for Christmas and all that shit. Looking forward to going home for a bit. Um, if you apologies if you hear my bell going because I'm bottom floor in this apartment building, so I'm a de facto postie for the next few weeks. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> like, yeah, my my bell might be going as well. I'm waiting for some stuff as well, so uh, it might not all be for other people. But yeah, it's, are you it's tempted fun to just you... just bend them every once in a while? Like <laughs> when the fifth one of the day comes, I just feel like they're like nah. Chocolate. I don't I don't I don't mind that per se, but it's the ones that don't pick up their parcels for like weeks and you're like, man, I don't know what you've ordered, but it looks like a fucking, I don't know, cupboard or whatever is taking up <laughs> half of my apartment. Can you please pick it up? Like what the fuck? And then you barely get a thank you either. Yeah, I'm expecting Christmas thank yous from all the neighbors. <laughs> it's a shame that this is no video podcast because you've got the Jackson Irvine nails. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, fine. yeah. That's Very true. Nice. I've got a I've got a lad from work also to do them, and he's wearing the tiny hat. He's got the mustache. He's got the nails now. So he looks like <laughs> my little brother. It's fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> I don't think you'll be copying his hairstyle anytime soon, though, huh? I wish I could, but uh, cheers <laughs> for rubbing it in. <laughs> right. So two games, like you said, um, which is nice seeing us play twice a week, right? But mm. uh, I think also in the in the second game, you could tell maybe a little bit that they had played uh, a game midweek. I know there was a few games, a few days between them, but um, I don't know if that kind of did something with our rit- rhythm. I know we didn't play like the the, the same eleven and and all, but uh, it is an extra game of football that we don't don't normally play. I know it was kind of lower league the opposition against Hamburg in the cup, but. Um, we 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 did beat them comprehensively in the end, but it was only one all at halftime. Mm. Be it through, uh, I was going to call it an own goal, but it's not really an own goal. It's a back pass from from Mets, and then the ball takes a bubble and just jumps up, and there's not much Borshid can do. He's trying to get back and and, and get this ball, but the, the striker is just there and scores for Hamburg. So we go in level at the break, uh, and then. Fabio brings on Sad at halftime mm. and he just completely changes the game down on that left-hand side. Uh, it changed like night and day. I thought he was really fucking good. I'm sure some Haasfile fans were chuckling when they saw that that goal conceded by Borchardt, but smiles got wiped off their faces pretty quick, not just with the four goals in response, but they had an absolute fucking shocker in the cup. Haasfile doing Haasfile things. Ooh, they, play, they played against Hertha, right? Hertha, yeah. Uh, they brought on the boy Jindawi, the who who got like famous through YouTube and now like his dream was always to be a professional footballer. He's like 26, 27 already, and finally made his debut there for, for Berlin. So that's very good. Scored yeah. a scored a pen as well. So um and four one in the end, so decent, but not many changes to the starting lineup. So we already talked about Bushot came in for Vasil. Um, Ritzke started right on at left back. Amiedo started, and Metcalf got the nod over over Saad, who, as you said, came on at half time. So, 
not many players got a rest in that, which might sort of lead us into the the disappointing draw in, in Osnabrück because we did look a bit leggy, right? I thought we we looked very good at the start, like first half hour. I thought we looked looked really good, and I don't know. How, did you watch the highlights back before we go yeah. on? Because when I watched the highlights back on on YouTube, I it didn't feel like the game that I watched <laughs> on the day because it just it was chance after chance for us, and then obviously obviously Osnabrück equalized. But like watching the game, I think it was just after halftime. Like me and you were talking, and it was like here we're not we're not in this game. We're we're second to every ball. We're just a, a step behind every single time, and. Me and you were talking, and you could feel you could feel the equalizer coming. You could feel Osnabrück just going like growing into this game. And mm. watching the highlights, it, it didn't feel like that at all. But like, yeah, if you if you watch the game, um, you could tell basically from from the minute we came out in the in the second half that Osnabrück were really trying. And and fair play to them. I still thought we looked more likely to score in a second than them scoring an equalizer until like. The seventy-fifth minute, maybe, um, but yeah, they, they fair play to Osnabrück. I mean, first against last, and then in the mm-hmm. second half they had more possession than us, and like I said, they were they were faster to all the balls and stuff. And, and yeah, fair fair folks. I mean, they they must have thought it was going to be a long a long day for them after going one 0 down so early. It was a Jackson Irvine header from a corner, which has been somewhat of a vintage, but we haven't seen it in in a while. Um, and from there, I thought, oh, this is in the bag. It's only going to be a matter of how many, um, especially since even after the goal, we were still producing good chances fairly regularly. Eggestein definitely should have scored around the oh, yeah. 25th or 30th minute from a header, just on the free header, six-yard box, and puts it wide. That was that was frustrating. But I still thought, you know, oh, second's going to come, third's going to come. It'll be handy enough, get some subs on, rest the legs. But it's just the longer the game stayed 1-0, the more Osnabrück came into it, especially in the second half, as you say. And then it just felt like the equalizer was going to be inevitable, right? Like the longer it stayed 1-0, I just I felt like it was coming. And we stopped playing our game, you know. Our, we weren't building up the way we normally would. And we weren't pressing the way we normally would. And I don't know if it's... If it's just that, you know, we're coming towards the the winter break and the lads are a bit tired or they took Osnabrück a bit lightly. I, know, I don't know. I feel sort of like blaming on tired legs. It's not really much of an excuse because the best player on the pitch was Jackson Irvine and he's played more football than anyone. He didn't have a rest midweek yeah. in the cup either. So, yeah, it's hard, hard to put your finger on. On why it went wrong. I mean, it it was a draw. We're still top of the league, you know, um, still unbeaten. But I think that pirating that I've heard it a lot. You know, ah, uh, you know, it can't be too negative. That can be a bit of a smokescreen because you're still dropping points against the worst team in the league. They've won one game all season, and that can co- catch up with you if we we keep missing our chances to to put these games to bed then we won't no long we won't be top of the league any longer we won't be unbeaten any longer and then all of a sudden you're looking back at games like this viewing them as missed opportunities which let's face it it, it was i mean we said that about the the Hasfau game 
already that I kind of felt like a missed opportunity and, and, and points dropped that we might look back on come the end of the season. And now, like you say, obviously we play last in the table and you can't pick up your points there either. I think it's eight draws now that we have. Mm. And for example, if you if you compare that to, to Kiel, they got four losses, two draws, but they have the same amount of points of us. Uh, mm. You know, we're only only divided there on, on, on goal difference. And so even you look at our draws and if we had lost three of those and, and won three, because most of these games, we looked like we were still able to get the winner or we were the better team in in these in these games so i think it's a bit it's nice to be saying all this uh you know unbeaten and and, and all that there but uh yeah some of these draws I, I think they they really weren't necessary and i would have probably just taken a loss at some point and then won two of these other games you know mm. yeah i agree i think we were probably the better team in all eight of those draws you know, and yeah, that's a lot of points you're dropping. And as you said before, there about how we could have killed off the Hasval game, and we also talked about it for Rostock too. Um, we got away with one in that match, but this is now the the third league game in a row where it should have been dead and buried at halftime, and just sort of lacking that a killer instinct. What would you would you put that down to? experience or would a would a player like Zola for example be able to you know take those opportunities when we need them or I don't know sort of game management at times I mean the question about Zola is interesting because on on paper you probably think oh he's an experienced striker and he he might be able to offer something else than than what Eggerstein does, but I haven't really seen him play for us yet. Like yeah. you know, the couple the couple minutes he played, the couple appearances he's had, and it's not enough for me to say, yeah, definitely. If if Simon was fit, then that would have been a different game. Plus, Eggy he was in he was in really good form recently. He's kind of a little bit of a dip in form now, but he's still getting his chances. I think his hold up play is is getting better every game. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's it's really it's really tough to say. I'm kind of. I just while you were talking, I was thinking about the start of the season when we had like the three nil nil draws, and one of the things there was like at least like we kept clean sheet. We're kind of clean sheets. We kind of gone away from that a little bit. Like we we still, I think, have conceded the least amount of goals uh, in in the league, but we are conceding now. And we were talking in the past of like maybe if we sacrifice a bit of defensive stability for more goals up top um but it, it yields the same results now <laughs> yeah exactly and now we score a goal or, or, or two i'm taking hamburg out of the equation there but we also concede and mm -hmm. some of the goals that we concede i mean against has in the space of like two minutes yes they were good goals but there were also individual errors i thought preventable you know, yeah yeah, exactly. And and same in this Osnabrück game now. I mean, the way Metz just stands off his man for so long and then he just gets turned by him. The ball comes in, the boy misses the shot and then there's someone else there who can just like slot it in. Okay, it happens. But what shouldn't have happened is <laughs> Metz getting beat so easy, you know, outside the box. I don't know, just take the foul, whatever, you know. But for me, this is... 
it was too easy for him to get beat there. And and another individual error, just uh, it's it's just a shame that you make one mistake and and you get punished mm. for it straight away. Yeah, yeah, that it's criminal. Um, Matt's getting turned like that. Just was it just inside or just outside of the box? But just outside the box. Yeah, way too easy. And then we still had plenty of bodies in the box to to clear it. Um, had a couple of opportunities to clear it and didn't manage it. Mm. But that was probably one of two chances that Osnabrück had. Vasil had to make a really good save from a header at oh, point blank range. Yeah, that was great. But we still had so many opportunities to to win this match. Um, but I, I feel like anytime we draw points, we're we're saying that exact same thing, you know. Because it and, feels like the same game over and over again. Yeah. And, and and I know not maybe not maybe not in the statistics and not the chance created or whatever, but like it just it always feels like oh we should have gotten more out of this, you know. But it, it this it was kind of different to those nil-nil draws, you know, the three we had oh. in a row towards the start of the season. Because then we would dominate the games, but yeah, sort of struggle to create an awful lot. We did create quite a lot in this match. Um but we didn't really, we didn't have as much control as you would expect from this Poly team. Like Osnabrück had more possession than us in the second half, mm-hmm. which I don't think they've maybe done once before all season. And all of a sudden they're playing the the team that's top of the league, and they have more possession. And we we never relinquish more of the ball to the opposition. Pretty much, it's very rare. So I don't know. I don't. I can't just really put my finger on what it is maybe the pitch if the pitch was pretty terrible but then yeah there was a few players coming out saying the the conditions of the pitch they weren't great and i think the longer the the match went on the the worse it got mm. um i think it was how caval after the game saying that we just we did win the ball back but then we just couldn't keep it and we lost it again you know there were so many turnovers in possession just and i think that's that's kind of what happened to us in the in the second half we just couldn't couldn't Put a stamp on it, you know. Mm. Or is it a bit of maybe a lack of intensity as well, which might be down to fatigue again. Mm. Um, like when we did lose possession, it wasn't all hands on deck to to get back or to win it back, which might be why Osnabrück had so much possession in comparison to to other teams we've played. I do think that the winter break has come at a good time because we've. Was that three draws in our in our last mm. five? So whatever is going on, um, there'll be plenty of time to to sort it out um over the over the winter break. Maybe a bit of a a rest will will help as well. It's it's annoying, but I'm not overly concerned right now. Um we just sort of need a couple of couple of wins on the bounce to get the heads back up and remind everyone how good we are. And I mean, we have a good chance there on the weekend now playing a promoted side in, in Wien Wiesbaden uh, at home as well. Mm. It's an early kickoff Sunday, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, a good chance to be going into the winter break top. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to winter on one of the promotion spots. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to, to stay top. And I don't think Kiel... Like if we win, Kiel aren't gonna score enough goals to to take that from us. Like that would, if we do win, that would take us to thirty five points. But I just want to remind everyone that in the season with Timo that we had, where where we mm. were top in at the winter break, we actually 
had 36 points so a point more than if we win against uh, Wiesbaden here so it's a it's a long season still and just I just want everyone to keep that in mind yeah yeah that's a good point and if you did want to be a pessimist you would say that it is trending <laughs> downwards yeah. you know like <laughs> we have been dropping more points recently um so I it could go one of two ways then and after the winter break where you know we snap out of these draws and go on another great run or classic St. Pauli second half <laughs> disaster. I'm not gonna lie, I think I think it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough missing Jacko and Connor for the start uh, of the second half of the season, obviously because they're away at the Asia Cup and then we have our cup game against Dusseldorf as well, and I think they might be missing for that as well. And uh, the last couple of times that Dusseldorf came came to the Milan Tour, it wasn't they weren't great games. You know, I remember mm. the we we talked about before the nil nil, just uh, the last game of the season or last home game of the season, what it was last year, where they didn't really come out to play. I mean, obviously they can they can't do this now unless they want to take it to take it to penalties. But yeah, it's it's not going to be an easy game, and then. You're missing your captain. You're missing his replacement in in midfield as well. Like it's gonna be a tough couple of weeks. Yeah, I think those might be critical to the season. You know, um, especially if you lose that first match without them, then all of a sudden you're looking a bit vulnerable. You know, the confidence drains quickly, and it's just such a tough league. There's no there's no easy matches. Um, yeah, as the it's probably a bit. Bit of hubris a couple of weeks ago when I was just certain that we were going to go up and it was never in <laughs> doubt. And now those doubts are starting to creep in slowly. Uh, but I mean, we were still by far the better team against Osnabrück, but then you've got to expect that considering the quality of the opposition. Um, I still believe that they can do it. Um, still got Hertzler, who's a fantastic coach. There's enough depth in the squad to deal with the absence of. Jacko and and Metcalf, but I'm also concerned about missing Jackson's influence on the team overall. You know, yeah. he's he's a really important leader for this this squad of players, and I don't know how many leaders there are without him in it. You know, Eric is a great player, but maybe not the most vocal. Who else really? Cello with vice captain. Yeah. Again, I can't imagine, you know, when we go 1 0 or 2 0 down and Jacko gathers everyone in the center circle and riles them up. I can't see many other players in the squad doing that. So maybe just get see, them on, on yeah, Skype. Yeah, but these two and <laughs> get them FaceTimed in just at halftime or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, the two you mentioned, Eric and, and Hartle, I, I know what you mean, but I could also. I could also see the both of them like just stepping up for a couple of weeks and like mm. realizing, oh, here the the team needs us to be doing this now, and um, so I could I could definitely see that happening. And also, I think in like our back line, there are a few that I could see doing it, like Val, for example. I think he was mm. a keel captain, wasn't he? Um, Vasil could be doing a little bits of that, and Mets, Mets maybe also. Uh, Mets just got voted Estonia's uh, Player of the Year, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was thinking about that when we were actually battering them. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, 
Um, so next up, Wiesbaden. So Wiesbaden, as you said, newly promoted, but they've been in good form. Got some great results this season already. Or sorry, did they, did they their, beat their form in the foul? last three? They did beat Hasval, but they've mm. lost each of their last three, I just saw. So might be there for the taking. Oh yeah, I've just pulled it up here. They 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 actually drew against Hasfau at home, and then like you say, they got they got beat three times there in the in the last games. Uh, they got beat by Braunschweig, who are also not a not a great team to be fair. So yeah, like I like I said initially, for us to be playing at home, um, I, I really hope we can we can just turn it on in this game and just. Score a couple of goals, score two, three goals, you know, and and send us all off into a well-deserved winter break, and then take it from there when we come back in the new year. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, That's fucking timing in it. That is well timing. <laughs> fucking more presents than Santa Claus between the two of us. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. We uh, had simultaneous package deliveries there. It was a premonition earlier in the podcast as well. Knew it was coming. Yep. Santa's little helpers this year. Yeah, you just you just said off the air there are more more presents than Santa Claus, and <laughs> that's right. Um, and what were you talking about then? Uh, yammering on about Wiesbaden and how we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Smash them 6 0, yeah. <laughs> so, who did they play in their, their last three? I was probably at the door while you were talking about that. Okay, so they, they played against Greuterford away. They got beat 2 0. Uh, got beat 3 2 uh, away against Kiel. And then got beat 3 1 at home against Eintracht Braunschweig. So, Braun- Braunschweig are sitting like second bottom. Mm. Uh, if, if a team like them can can beat them i just really hope we can turn it on against them and, and send us off into the winter break happy couple of christmas tunes in the Milan tour i <laughs> love that yeah yeah winning that last one before the break can make all the difference huh? you don't want to be carrying a, a defeat with you over christmas or ruin everything so predictions what do you reckon are we you confident enough that we'll we'll get the three points i am pretty confident i'm gonna say 3-1. 3-1. I expect a quite a significant reaction after the, the disappointing draw. Um I'd I'd love a clean sheet, I'll be honest. I think we'll yeah, I think we'll get one as well. 3-0. 3-0 though, boys. Do you know what I was I was thinking that too when I thought when I thought about it, I was like, we're definitely gonna get a reaction. We're definitely just gonna score some goals. But then we're gonna concede just so we have something to talk about on the podcast. As well. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, cheers, Gunner. Pleasure as always. I will see you on Sunday outside the Melon yes. Tour with a few beers. I will see you on Sunday. Uh, Malcolm from St. Pauli, London, is over this this weekend. Anyone anyone knows him? Uh, we're gonna meet on Saturday probably, but definitely on on Sunday just before the game. If anyone wants to see us or him for for a week chat and a pint outside the Milan Tour. And then I think we'll be back with one more episode this year uh, to look back on the Wiesbaden game. And then we'll also go on a well-deserved winter break. Happy days. All right. Cheers, Gunnar. Take it easy. All righty. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.